Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of the Wrestling Index Podcast. As always, your boy TK in the house. And if you're watching live on YouTube right now on the Floor Sniper Sports YouTube channel, you can see I'm not alone. I got my boy Eli from Minnesota. What's good, Eli? I'm good, Tim. Hmm, just enjoying the weather, enjoying my only day off this week. And I'm down for Dynamite Grand Slam tonight. I'm ready to see some home runs. Hell yeah, bro. You messaged me this morning and said you were off today. If you're doing a show, you'd love to hop on. And I wasn't planning on doing a show, but I said, fuck it. If I can get my kids down, I'd love to hop on here for 30, 40 minutes, talk AEW, Grand Slam, both Dynamite and Rampage. We got a couple of fire-ass programs coming up this week. Really quick before we get into it, some housekeeping. You can find the Wrestling Index podcast on all audio platforms right here on Floor Cyber Sports YouTube floorcybersports.com and the visionary global media network thanks chad as always for putting us up on there but eli let's hop right into dynamite if you watch my show you know how i like to do things i like to start at the top and i like to work my way down because we're always going to focus on what we find to be the most important part of the show and what's the most important part of any show the world championship we have our finals for the AEW World Championship. You got it right behind you. That sexy replica is looking good. It's and a beast. I, dude, how it's, much if you don't if you don't mind me asking, how much was that thing? Okay. So I ended up found a deal, like one of those like uh championship belt pages on Facebook, and some dude was ready to be like, Hey, I need this out. And I like at shows you're paying like eight. Nine hundred dollars. I ended up got it for like six. Oh shit! Nice. And it's like, hey, I I need this out. I'm willing to go as low as you know, certain amount. And it's like, okay, look, you oh, know, yeah. look them out and you know, made sure the dude was legit. Sure enough, I have it right behind me. It's pretty legit. It's the actual replica too. So, how how heavy is that thing? I'm not for sure, but I can tell like the metal plate alone probably Oof. feels like maybe like 10 pounds easy. Damn, no shit. Yeah, that's a sexy fucking belt, dude. That's a really nice replica right there for sure. But, Honestly, all right, I brother. Hope, yeah. I hope they no, don't I, change it. No, I don't think I don't think they're going to. That's one of the sexiest belts in all of wrestling, dude. It's like it's gold all over it. You want your belt to be gold. That's a sexy belt. And we got a sexy matchup tonight. The BCC is going heads on. We got Brian Danielson taking on John Moxley for that prestigious, beautiful belt. Who do you got walking away with the AEW World Championship tonight? Well, we've seen all over the place that there's a certain rhythm or a certain way of things happening. Say a certain former two-time champion keeps on walking out on company. And we have Brian Danielson right behind him winning the company's belt. And I want to say Danielson, but with MGF kind of like hanging off to the side with that uh, that chip. And the only person he's been mentioning is Max. I kind of want to see Max taking it for a third time. And 
We get Max and MGF for the boat at full gear. Okay, so you think I'm, that I'm that's going to be... I'm 50-50. Nah, I'm fine with either, but yeah, I'm yeah. leaning towards Max. Okay, and you think that MJF holds off on that chip until full gear? You don't see any sort of cash-in tonight? I hope there's a cash-in tonight, but I can see him kind of <laughs> leaning towards... Yeah, leaning towards full gear. All right, cool, cool. And we got our guy De Niro in the chat. What's up, the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast? I was just on there on Monday. Go check it out on the Circle of Debate YouTube channel. Fire-ass show. Check it out. Check all the guys out. They're fucking awesome over there. Thanks for tuning in, brother. Definitely excited for tonight, man. Cannot wait. And I asked you that question, Eli, because I'm kind of leaning that way, where MJF has been teasing it in interviews. Um, I, Brett from the Brain Buster Boys, he's usually on with me during the day. He had to work today. Um, he'll be on hopefully on tonight for the po- for the Dynamite post game show. Make sure to check that out. But he was telling me MJF in these interviews with Barstool and with uh, Ariel Hawani was kind of talking on how he can use that chip whenever he wants. And Tony Khan's kind of been hinting on how he can use it um, however he wants. I hope Brian wins the belt. I think Brian's going to win the belt. You know, Dirt Sheets reporting Mox wanted to go away. You're right. MJF has only been talking about wanting to go at Mox. So it would be mm-hmm. fitting for Mox to win the belt for the third time and then to go to full gear where MJF cashes in. But then you have MJF go over and clean there. You have him, you know, have the, have the new uh, the firm with Stokely help him out. I don't think any of that's going to happen. It's going to be unfortunate. And what's going to happen tonight is Brian's going to win the belt for the first time in AEW. And while I'd like to see him bring relevance and credibility back to that belt, since it was kind of shit on, you know, after CM Punk won it mm-hmm. in the media scrum, I think MJF's going to come out with a referee and say, fucking ring the bell. Let's go. And cause Brian and Mox are going to beat the fuck out of each other. I know we got five title matches. You're probably going to get 25, 30 minutes for that match alone though. So they're going to oh, shit out of each other. I can foresee MJF coming out, handing the chip in, I don't want that to happen. It's not a money in the bank. They've never used it as a money in the bank. More importantly, I don't want them ripping that concept off of WWE. Have MJF do exactly like what you said. Have but in, have Brian win it and then have MJF cash in on Brian. One, that's a fresh matchup. We've never seen it. It's new. It's exciting. And then you can give MJF the title win in uh, Newark at full gear. Well, that's another that's- thing, too. Well, that's another thing, too. If Brian does win tonight and MJF cashes in, Brian can go off and have his fishing trip for his six-week vacay or whatever it was supposed to be. And, hell, we can still have MJF at Danny and Danielson at full gear. Yeah, you're not wrong. And De Niro's kind of saying the same thing in the comments right there. You can definitely see Mox winning and MJF cashing in and winning on him. Yeah, that way you make Mox the first-ever three-time champion. You add credibility to him. He doesn't lose. Brian's able to lose. Like, Brian could take losses. He, he lost to Hangman. He just lost to Garcia. Yeah, he lost to Jericho. Like, it's not – Brian losing is not going to hurt him at all. No. If Moxley loses clean to Brian, it's not going to hurt him at all either. He just lost to his boy in the BCC. So, like, nobody here loses. But Mox going over Brian and then MJF cashing in on him does make all three of them probably stand to look the strongest at the end of the day. I don't want to see the cash-in, though. While it's different, it is exciting. MJF walking out of Dynamite is the world champ tonight. The place would go fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's such a copied, replicated, you know, idea from the WWE. But at the end of the day, everything in wrestling has been done before. You know, like you have to have seen it 
to do it. And it's going all the way back to the 30s, the 40s, the 50s and fucking working its yeah. way. So if AEW does it, AEW does it. You know, Impact had it with the way that they used to have their briefcases. New Japan. Yeah, the face and, yeah, the face and fires and and then, yeah, the, what was it? The, not the G1 Climax, but the, yeah, the yeah, briefcase I, I that New Japan uses. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's other companies do the same thing. So it's not like they're just taking it from WWE. But you want to be fresh, you want to be different. You you get the belts on MJF and you get it on him now. So we'll see. It's definitely exciting because all, all, all three things are possibilities, which is fucking awesome. We we're not just going into it like oh CM Punk's winning the world title tonight or the MJF Punk match that was inevitably going to happen. We know MJF's going to win. It. Anything could happen now, and that is really exciting stuff. So I definitely am looking forward to this world title match tonight. We have another world title match. Um, I call it a the fake world title. No, I'm just kidding. I I love I love Claudio. I'm glad that he's looked at as an actual world champion now. But at the end of the day, like, what the fuck is he the world champion of? Like, they're not doing shit with ROH. Um, you know, it is what it is. Jericho's promo on on Dynamite or his promo on Rampage was so mm-hmm. nonsensical about how he's been the world champion everywhere he's been. Bro, you weren't the world champion in WCW. You weren't the world champion in ECW. You weren't the world champion in New Japan. Like, I don't know what it is, like, where you think you've been the world champion. You've been the world champion in the WWE and the AEW. Like, I don't know fucking where he, Bro, his mind is. Technically, he did win the WCW title, but it was under WWE. WWE's roof, it's right. Still, he was WCW still, champion, but it was under their it's been like. If he was the ECW champion, like Matt Hardy was saying, he won it like under the ECW banner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get it. Like, you know, I did say it that night. He technically was the WCW champ because he unified it. Let's see what Daenerys got to say. He says, to make it fresh, have oh, Mox like and Danielson go out first. Then mid-show, MJF says he wants his match tonight. Then the main event, Mox versus MJF. Oh, yeah. I could fuck with I that like for that. sure, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then uh, Hassan, thanks for tuning in. Hi there. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it for sure. But, yeah, there's a lot of different things that can go down in that main event. But you got this Claudio Jericho match. The match itself should be really good. Fresh matchup. I don't really remember them mixing it up too much in WWE. So this should be fun to see tonight. Who do you got Who, who do you got going over I, in this match tonight? Honestly, I feel like they kind of missed each other in WWE. Kind of like the ships, like, kind of like coasting in the, like in the ocean overnight. It's like Claudio's going one way, Jericho's going the other. Oh. Uh, I like Claudio with the belt, but if they're ready to revamp ROH, they need kind of like that bigger name for the headline. I like Claudio, but Jericho. Wow. That's an interesting take because when they put this match together, I just thought it was going to be a filler banger match on on the show just to put a big name match to try to pop a rating for Dynamite. I didn't think about them trying to push the ROH agenda and have that, like what they did with AEW. They, they could have went with one of their household guys. Well, I mean, Jericho's a household guy. He'd been there since day one. Mm-hmm. But they could have went with one of their elite guys and put the belts on them. But instead, they went the Jericho route because he is that big name in wrestling. Maybe they do the same with ROH. But I think you're wrong, and I hope you're wrong. And I'm going to go with Claudio, um, Claudio. winning the match and uh, retaining tonight for sure. It should be a lot of fun, though. I'm excited for that matchup. And then, you know, you think Jericho's going to win. Hopefully, Jericho goes away for just a little bit. He's he's better in, in smaller doses, and we've been getting heavy doses of right. Jericho for a long time. So I think if he were just to go away for a couple of months, 
then come back, people would miss him again and we'd want him more. But I think this match is going to slap and it's going to hit hard. Uh, let's go to the Tag Team Championship match. We got Swerve in Our Glory defending the belts against the Acclaim. Uh, big shout-outs to Swerve in Our Glory. I saw on Twitter today they were in the classroom of Victor Taylor Perry. He's a school teacher out in New York. He's got um, what's called the Wrestling Club out there. Ironically, he was supposed to come on my show on last Sunday. My wife ended up working a double. I, I couldn't um, have him on. He's coming on this Sunday, but they just made an appearance in the classroom showing up for those kids, man. Those kids were hyped as hell. That was fucking beautiful mm-hmm. to see. So I look forward to talking to uh, Victor about that on Sunday. And just really cool what Swerving Our Glory did. I love Swerving Our Glory. If you know me, you know I'm the biggest Keith Lee mark out there. And what yep. Swerve has done in his time in AEW has been incredible. He said in an interview, his three months in AEW has been better than his three years spent in WWE, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, I, But for me, I'll go first with this one. You got to fucking scissor me, daddy ass. You got to put the belts on the acclaim while they're hot. I didn't think they were ready for the titles when they had that match in Chicago. I was like, why are these guys getting a pay-per-view title match? They're not ready. Fuck. Not only, <laughs> not only are they ready on the sticks, they're ready in the ring, and the crowd wants them. Crowd was so hot from Chicago, and the crowd is going to be equally hot, if not hotter tonight at Grand Slam. So it's easy. I love Swerving Our Glory, but it is the acclaim for sure. And yeah, De Niro, that was dope, Swerving Our Glory for sure. That was really fucking cool what they did. Absolutely. Who you got tonight, Eli? I'm right there with you, going with the acclaim. I don't know. At first, like the whole debate after all out, it's like, why give them a rematch? Like, as soon as you lose to the champs, you go back to the line. Why have the rankings if you're just going to get an automatic rematch? Because you were afraid that, like, you guys were going to hijack the show. And look what happens. Like, they get a rematch. I I agree. I'm going with the claim. But that rankings needs to change. I think I think that it has. They haven't really talked about it very much. And if you went on their website, as of, I think it was just a few days ago, one of the dirties pointed it out. It hadn't been updated since the end of August, I want to say, which means maybe they're trying to get away from it too. I mean, that's been the biggest complaint for a lot of people, other than their storytelling, mm-hmm. is the, the rankings because you're trying to, they're trying to go tell stories based off rankings that they're not using right. So if they were just to get away from the rankings altogether, it would do a lot, but. But you're right. They had to give the acclaim to rematch. I'm usually not so keen on giving a team or a team or a person a rematch right after they lost clean. That was my big gripe with Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. But in, in this case, you know, that was that match that was so competitive. The crowd is willing for it to happen. The acclaim is going to go over it. And you could not call an audible mid-match and switch. I saw a lot of people saying the referee should have called an audible or Tony should have or called into the referee in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Plus the way that the heat that Swerve and Keith Lee got onto themselves, really Swerve because Swerve's the heel. Let's be honest, dude. And oh Keith yeah, he's just there. I don't mean just there. Keith Lee is Keith Lee. He's fucking is the man. But Swerve could just get that heat, man. The energy that that man brings is fucking incredible. So what and, he did and that's for the, the thing with the sorry, but no. with the 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 thing with the Swerve is like he is a great heel. He has a amazing podcast that he does. I liked him what some people don't even know, but he was with Lucha Underground too. 
Yeah, and I wish I watched amazing they're there. I I like Swerve as a heel. Sooner or later, he's going to turn because I don't say yeah. keep doing it. And yeah, with the whole acclaim, it's like I'm ready to see the belts on him. Yeah, they're definitely and, getting and them that uh, and then that cheap heat that as soon as Max was ready to do his freestyle to the ring and also and Swerve caught him off. Oh, you that was nuts. Yes, dude. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And that's Swerve's gonna go heel. And I think you gotta keep Keith Lee facing in some capacity. You might like slow burn it at first, um, but you gotta have that completely separate i like them together though so that's why i have such a hard time like saying it because i love swerve and our glory together but keith lee and swerve on their own are just you know so good and i'm not saying they're like wasted together but you could be having keith lee have upper mid card level fuse with guys like wardlow and miro and hobbs and swerve really be doing the same thing with guys like darby and jungle boy and and phoenix and penta and I, you don't just got to keep them you know same size you can mix them and shit too so a lot of different right. stuff you can do there um, let's honestly, move on though. Uh, honestly, I'm down for ahead. a swerve against. Uh, I'm down for a swerve against uh, Phoenix. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, think that would be, be cool. a banger. Yeah, that would be All cool. Right. I'm excited. We'll, we'll we'll talk about the match on Rampage that we're gonna get uh, that involves Phoenix. But we got another title match here, another singles title match. We got Pack defending the All Atlantic Championship against Orange Cassidy. Now Pack is a double champion right now. I thought the trios championships are going to go to the best friends in orange Cassidy, because what better way to put, to put a title on orange Cassidy than within the trios capacity of it. But the death triangle was definitely the right call there. Cause they are the best trio from the get in AE dub. But now with that being said, you got the trios belts on the death triangle. Could orange Cassidy upset pack here and go on to feud with Ethan page. Cause whoever wins this match He's got an Ethan Page feud coming up. I think Orange Cassidy gets the win tonight. I don't know how he pulls it out. It might just be like, uh, it might be a roll up. Um, it's it's gonna be a roll up. It's gonna be nothing like nothing like definitive. Orange Cassidy gets the surprise victory over Pack and becomes the new All Atlantic champion tonight. What do you got? I would con- I would consider that upset. I would definitely consider that upset because Pat, ever since Pac's been there, he's been tearing up. I always liked him in WWE as uh, Neville, and he's won championship gold in NXT. And now I think he's going to lose at least one of them. And I don't see him losing the trios yet. So, yeah, Orange takes the sneak and gets the win. And then and plus with it, the whole um, trios titles, I was actually rooting for best friends to go up against uh, United Empire in the finals. Okay. And then they have best yeah, friends win the titles. Cool. Yeah, I think I think you got to. Orange doesn't need the belt. He's a type of character who doesn't need a belt no. at all. But why not put a belt on him? I know Pack is a dominant badass. Like he doesn't. He rarely loses. So I, it's tough for me to see Orange beating him. But Orange just wrestled like 18 minutes with Wardlow. So why can't Orange upset Pack with a little roll up here? It's going to be fun. Pack's definitely going to play play the heel. I mean, Pack still comes out of the heel fucking locker room or the heel tunnel if you watch yep. when he comes out. So he's definitely going to be the dominant heel in that matchup tonight. I'm intrigued by it. We could have a night tonight where we're definitely getting a new world champion. We could have a night where we're getting two new world champions. 
new tag team champions, new All-Atlantic champion. You predicted a new ROH champion. What about the women's side of things? We have a fatal four-way. Tony Storm's defending her, I guess, interim women's championship against Serena Deeb, Athena, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Who do you got in this match, Eli? Tony retains. Yeah, yeah, that feels. All right. Oh, what's up, Bakley? What's up, Bakley? Check out uh, Bakley's channel, Cage My IQ. He just previewed this show himself yesterday. Fucking very good video. Go and check it out, Cage My IQ on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in, brother. And the and the only reason why I'm saying that it's like she hasn't had that good run with it yet. She's been like she was a great UK champion. And now with the uh, AEW interim women's, I feel like she can have a great one with it. Baker, we already saw the belt on her. I, I love Britt, but Athena, I don't think her time is there yet. So now I'm rooting for Thunder Rosa to get back into it once she's healed or vacation or whatever it is she had to vacate it for to get back in the title picture but for now i got tony retaining yeah the match feels very random i know they set it up um with the tag team match last week that was pretty solid i think hater is gonna cost brit in some capacity whether it's inadvertent or on purpose i know last week she went out there and kind of saved brit but i think this week she's gonna cost her in some capacity no way it's going to be Athena. It would be cool if it was Serena Deeb. She's the workhorse of that division, mm-hmm. but it, it won't be. You can't take the belt off of Tony right now. It makes absolutely zero sense. She should be the AEW women's champion right now, not the interim champion. So whenever whenever Rosa gets back, I'm very intrigued to see who's going to be the heel between Tony and Rosa. Since Tony has won the belt, she's, she's shown a little bit more life, a little bit more energy. She's shown better facial better. Better facial expressions. Um, yeah, but and she's been like a lot more passionate. That was my biggest critique of her before. Like she was just kind of robotic. She seems like she's got more energy now. And I don't know if it's because she's yep. just teasing. Like I don't, I don't give a fuck about you, Thunder Rosa. I'm the world champion. Like she's ex- excited. She's exuberant. So and that was the Tony Storm that I loved in the WWE. We did not have that her first few months here in AEW. She, again, very yep. robotic. It felt like. Um, so uh, Tony Storm wins for sure. Bakley says Tony Storm wins, and you get her versus Hater rivalry that will get get built for full gear. I could fuck with that. That would be cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely, um, that would be the way to go. I don't know if they'll go Hater versus Brit yet right away. We'll see. But yeah, definitely Tony retaining here. And let's see. Bakley got one more comment. He said Thunder Rosa got replaced in the AAA match versus Taya Valkyrie by Camille, so Rosa should just be stripped. Yeah, man. She can't. Yeah. She can't compete over there. She she should be stripped. Tony Tony should just be the AEW Women's Champion. And let's swing over to the Rampage side of things. We got seven matches in a two hour Rampage. We have first two hour is, Rampage. Is it? I thought we had. I thought yeah. the Grand Slam was two hours last year as well. Was yeah, it for the Rampage. Yeah, I think so because we had uh, there was like six or seven matches. Yeah, I think there was yeah, two then, hours okay. as well. Yeah. yeah, and the matches are... This is a fucking solid card, man. This is a pay-per-view caliber week from AEW. It's it's almost as good as All Out Week, in all honesty. 
You got Sting and Darby Allen taking on the new House of Black. They did put the patent on that name, so they will be keeping it. Brody King mentioned several times you may have bit the head off, but you did not kill the snake. So they will be moving forward with Brody and Buddy as a tag team, it looks like. So Brody King, Buddy Matthews, Sting, Darby Allen, got Julia Hart in the corner of the House of Black. Who do you got here? It's no DQ, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's anything goes in this match. Uh, Sting and Darby. Like, it would be yeah. a statement win for House of Black, but Sting and Darby. Yeah, so I'm going to go, Bigley, what's the eighth match? If you're listening in tune, and I only see seven on, on the schedule, so you can let me know. But uh, I got to go with the House of Black here. Sting, Darby, and Miro just beat them at All Out. They obviously got the win over Black, which wrote Black off of television and I guess presumably wrote him off of AEW um, forever for the foreseeable future. And you got to do something with with uh, Matthews, and you got to do something with King now. So what better opportunity here? Give him the win over Sting and Darby. It doesn't hurt Sting and Darby to lose. Darby takes the pin or gets choked out, however it happens. Or there's going to be surprises. Maybe we get a new member of the House of Black come Friday. Mm, yeah, so maybe. maybe we- yeah, so maybe we get a new member uh, of the House of Black come Friday. <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know what Eli's got going on over there. But yeah, uh, so maybe um, says how, yeah, House of Black needs the win, and he can see them being a viable top contender in the tag division. I agree, absolutely. I said that, uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. You have you have Swerving Our Glory lose to the Acclaimed. You have Bill the Acclaimed up. And then down the road, you could have King and Matthews take the belts off the Acclaimed. They're that good of a team. They are. You got the big guy. They and you are. got the the speed and power guy. And fuck, Buddy Matthews is a goddamn monster now. It's not even like the big guy and the little guy now. That guy is ripped to the gills, dude. So I got House of Black. Maybe we get a new member. Who I'm not sure, but definitely they need the win. We got the match. It's finally happening. It was supposed to happen in All Out, but Eddie Kingston got called a fat piece of shit. Beat clock Sammy Guevara in the back because of it. And now we're finally getting the match. Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara. Uh, Eddie's been cutting some scathing promos on Dark over the last couple of days about basically how Sammy's a fuckboy on Twitter. And if he took himself seriously, he could actually be a pillar in this fucking company. Uh, who do you got in this match? Uh, okay, so I love Eddie Kingston. I hated him in the Impact when he was with uh, Santana and Ortiz there. But I think Eddie's going to get the win because if you watched um, Sammy's vlog this past week, he's hinting at a little break. And he doesn't know what's going to happen. So I'm going with Eddie. All right. And Bakley says Eddie should get the yep. win. Home fear advantage, too. Yep. And that Sammy really has no direction right now. He doesn't. I agree with you both. I think it's going to be Eddie Kingston. My reasoning behind it is Eddie lost the Jericho feud because of Sammy, which means he was supposed to go into the Sammy feud and win the Sammy feud to elevate himself back up to the level that we all feel like Eddie is supposed to be at. Sammy could take the loss. It's Eddie all day in this match. It should be a fun match, so I'm excited for it. Another match, we got, we got, we actually got this one at All Out, or did we? It was fucking like four and a half minutes. Very disappointing. It was my, most disappointing match of the night at All Out. Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks. 
if you were going to do that and have Hobbs just squash Starks the way he did it all out, why don't you just move on from the feud then and have Hobbs go on to do bigger and better things and Ricky go start a new feud and start to build his win streak back up that way? Putting them back into this match together, to me, it, it doesn't make much sense. I don't know how you have Ricky go over Hobbs after what we just saw Hobbs do to him at all out. And then even if Ricky does go over him, where does Hobbs go from there? Like you had just set Hobbs up as his dominant monster. I might not have liked how it went at all out, but you did it. So why don't you just keep what you did in place? I, I'm excited for the match. It should be a fun match. Um, I Again, it, it kind of got ruined by the way it fucking went with at all out. Give me Hobbs. There's no reason for Starks to win. Build up Hobbs. Starks has got it on the stick. He don't need to win. Build up Hobbs. Give me Hobbs. Who do you got? I agree with you. I, I got a Hobbs too because he he is a beast. Yeah, exactly. Hobbs and Wardlow. Give me that right now. They should have had that going on. They they should have had yeah. Hobbs and Wardlow for the TNT title. But, yeah, no, we got to finish or this feud with Starks. Sure. Yeah. Um, unless the only way I can see Starks getting a, a fluke win is if maybe we get a new hired muscle. Yeah, but that's Starks. part of, like, a heel thing. You know, that would be, like, if he was the heel on the side of things. I can't see, like, him as a baby face bringing in any sort of muscle. I don't know. I, I mean, it's I not have, bad. I have to check on my wife, too. Um... So there's times like she'll listen in the background and she'll look up and see like what's going on or whatever. And she calls uh, Ricky Starks a uh, fanboy John Cena. Is it because of how he is on the stick? Is it like how he talks? I think think he's like a, I, I hate to say it because he's not like anywhere near on that level, but I think he's like a young rock on the stick. Yeah. Oh, I do too. Yeah, and he's he's that good, and he has that much potential, which is why I don't think he needs to win this match. I think you have no. to have Hobbs continue to be dominant and then go get Warlow because those are two beefy men, and that should be the match. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you and definitely with Bakley there. Hobbs, go get Warlow. Um, we got Jade Cargill versus Diamante for the TBS championship. I mean, I don't give a flying fuck. Ooh. Diamante's – yeah, I mean, I, yeah, Diamante is fine, but like, I mean, Jade, this is she's 12 and three in her last 15 matches, all in dark. So, like, she's the next big threat. I'm over Jade. Like, I love Jade, but I'm over her run as TBS champion. It has done the last couple of months, has just fucking done nothing. And the match with Athena all out just has completely killed it. Her feud with Athena has just completely fucking killed it for me. Obviously, Jade was this match in a continuously boring championship run at this point I, I shouldn't even ask you who you have because it's fucking obvious who you're gonna have <laughs> oh it's obvious i got jade winning but i'm waiting since she's on this goldberg run until she faces tony storm and whoever the interim women's champion is that's all we're gonna get we're gonna get jade squashes until that big title versus title jade takes both belts and then she vacates the tbs title yeah, because there's no one at this point, nobody, no. nobody for her, unless they, you know, go forward with this Jamie Hader face turn, she doesn't get the world title, and then she goes for the, the TBS title down the road. Like, she's, like, the only person I could possibly see, but I don't know if they're in that invested in her to run that route. So, yeah, it's obvious Jade Cargill here. 
Let's keep it going. This match was the match I was kind of talking about earlier. Ray Phoenix is taking on Jungle Boy. You know, we've seen these two teams mix it up um, with the uh, Lucha Brothers taking on Jungle Express in the past. But this match should be a lot of fun tonight. I'm really look or on Friday night. I'm really looking forward to it. Who do you got winning this one? Phoenix, just because I think Luchasaurus and Christian are going to distract uh, Jungle Boy. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, this one was a tough one for me, but I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Jungle Boy just because he's he's kind of gonna be on a, a wing streak run. I think they want him to be as big as he could possibly be. I forgot who he wrestled on dynamite a couple of weeks ago when he got a singles win, but he, he looked, he looked pretty dominant in that match. I don't think he's going to dominate Phoenix. I think this match is just a, a filler match on the show to put good wrestling on, mm-hmm. on the show and jungle boy. He needs to win. So I think jungle boy gets the win. Bakley agrees. Jungle boy wins. Let's go next match. All right. I mean, maybe you know a little bit more about this than I do, but we got hook in action. Bronson taking on daddy magic, Matt Menard and cool hand. Angelo Parker. I love oh yeah, thank you, Bakley. It was Jay Lethal who he beat. So oh, yeah, I don't see him. Yeah. I don't see him beating Jay Lethal and then losing to Phoenix. I kind of would feel backwards in the booking. So I think that's why I think Jungle Boy wins. But this tag team match, I have no idea who Action Bronson was. I'm sorry. Um, I guess he's the one who does Hook's music. That's cool. I thought yeah. he was a wrestler. He he looked like a wrestler, he looked badass, dude. I'm like, oh, this dude's badass. So we got that badass looking dude in Hook. Uh, taking on 2.0, obviously, it's going to be Hook and fucking Action Bronson. Who you got? Hook and Bronson. J- yeah, just for, sure. for the fact that I, I loved um, Daddy Mac as when they were uh, 2.0 in NXT. And I feel like they were just coming along as, as soon as they got released. So... Who on that, but yeah, I loved them ever since they joined uh, Jericho's Appreciation Society. But yeah, I got Hook squashing. I don't see Hook losing. Yeah, Bakley said apparently Bronson has a no bumps Uh, contract. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him taking a a bump. I think he's gonna go out there hit a couple suplexes, probably maybe just a couple right hands, uh, and go from there. Bakley said there were eight matches. Yeah, there you go. I'm not sure what the, the second to last match is. All I know left is we I say the best rampage match or possibly the best rampage match for last, and that would be the number one contender, which is weird to me. Golden ticket, golden ticket battle royal. You got guys like Hangman Page, the Dark Order, Penta, Jay Lethal, Lance Archer making his return back for this match. Who do you got winning this number one contender battle royal? Unless we get a major surprise, I'm going with Hangman. Okay. And my other question is, where the fuck is Miro? God, why the fuck? God, 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 God. Put him in a match, God. Fuck. Kill me already, dude. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Wardlow and Samoa Joe versus Neeson Woods. All right. Thank you, Bakley. All right. So then we also have... Andrade's in that match as well. I forgot to mention him. That's who Bakley. Oh, he's back from Insani Moon already? Yeah, so he said he got Andrade's winning with the help from 10. If you've been watching um, Andrade and Roosh, they've been trying to recruit 10 to LFI or whatever they're going to be calling their stable going forward. So that's definitely a good pick. I, too, was going to go with Andrade. I don't know why I didn't mention his name. 
I apologize. But yeah, Andrade should get the win here. If MJF's walking out with the world title, though, it probably will be Hangman who gets the win. You can always set that up. Hangman for Hangman MJF at full gear would be something fucking like big time lit. So there's a lot of possibilities coming out really quick. Uh, another Warp. possibility we could have Danielson and Andrade for the belt. That would be a lot of fun too. And you that can have MJF just kind of chill with his chip and say he's going to take, you know, he'll, he'll get his match when he gets his match. But yeah, Danielson and Andrade on a random, like a random dynamite from now until full gear would be an awesome match too. So you can do mm-hmm. that and then still get Danielson and MJF. So yeah, Andrade does make a lot of sense. Obviously, Wardlow and Samoa Joe are going to fucking crush Tony Nese yeah. and, uh, and Josh Woods, so we don't need to talk too much about that. Although, no. when they when they clanked their belts in the middle of the ring on Rampage, I did get a full chub, so that was fucking sexy to see. All right? <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so that was cool for okay. sure, and I look forward to seeing them together on Rampage. And I look forward to a fucking killer week of AEW wrestling, man. That's all we got um, for our predictions. Eli, thank you so much for joining me on this quick afternoon prediction show for Grand Slam. Where can the people find you, brother? You can find me on Facebook at Eli Myers, M-Y-E-R-S. You can find me on the Four Families. Um, we do trivia every, at first it's every Friday, but now who knows? So if you know you're wrestling and you want to bump on, shoot me a message on Messenger and we'll make it happen. Hell yeah, some cool dudes in the four families for sure, man. I appreciate you adding me to that messenger chat, dude. Love talking Mm -hmm. wrestling with you guys for sure. Thank you again for for joining me. Thank you to everyone who tuned into the comments and watched this. Thank you to everyone who's going to listen to it in the future. You can find the Wrestling Index podcast right here on Floor Slipper Sports on YouTube, floorslippersports.com, all major audio platforms, and the Visionaries Global Media Network. I can't wait for AEW tonight. I can't wait for AEW on Friday. Check out floorslippersports.com. We out. Later.